Hello, everyone. You're listening to another edition of our Heritage Ag Solutions podcast here in Monmouth, Illinois. I am Justin Alleman. For today's episode, we kick off a conversation I had with Warren Henderson Farm Bureau Manager Gina Long. Now, this will be a four-part conversation. We'll be uploading additional installments in the coming weeks. But in today's episode, we talk about what Farm Bureau is, our local Ag in the Classroom program, as well as Farm Bureau's involvement in governmental affairs. Here's the conversation. Okay, so we're sitting down with Gina Long. So why don't we get started, Gina? Tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, kind of give us the background, where you're from, where you went to school, that type of thing. Justin, thank you very much for having me today. A little bit of background. I grew up about six miles south of Monmouth. I graduated from United High School and then went on to attend the University of Illinois. Uh, got my degree there, go Illini. And after that, I have been working for the Warren Henderson Farm Bureau. I am now in in my sixth year working for WHFB and have been the manager there since April of 2018, so a little over two and a half years. Okay, so did you get a degree in agriculture? Like, is that where you knew you were headed as a career? Originally, um, I was, but I ended up applying to the College of Business at Illinois. So I graduated from the College of Business with a degree in marketing. Marketing. Okay. And your family farms? You grew up on a farm? Yes, that is correct. Uh, My father is a crop farmer, corn and soybeans, very typical around this area. Okay. So Gina, you said that you're in your sixth year working for Warren Henderson Farm Bureau here in Monmouth. When we hear the words Farm Bureau that has meaning at the county level, state level, and even the national level. Can you kind of fill us in on exactly what Farm Bureau is, what they do, that type of thing? Absolutely. And I know we've had this conversation before. Um, It's very hard to describe Farm Bureau in a couple sentences. We are involved in so many different areas, and I know depending on who you are, when you hear Farm Bureau, you think of different things. Uh, to give you a dictionary definition, Farm Bureau is a nonprofit membership based organization. Each county in the state of Illinois is represented by a county Farm Bureau, and together the county Farm Bureaus make up Illinois Farm Bureau. The home office for Illinois Farm Bureau is in Bloomington, and our main overall goal is to simply try and promote agriculture in the agriculture industry in different ways. Uh, We have departments where we work um, legislatively through the governmental affairs. We work in schools through Ag in the Classroom. We have foundations where we help kids with scholarships that go on to college. Pretty much anything we can do to promote and support agriculture. And that kind of ties into Warren Henderson Farm Bureau. Our personal mission statement is to to promote and support agriculture and our communities. So overall, um, to give you a more layman's term, I like to try and describe Farm Bureau as being um, similar to a chamber of commerce for agriculture. We do different things and promote different areas um, of agriculture for farmers, for consumers to teach about agriculture, and uh, we try to do the best we can to get people to support and support the industry that we all know is so very important to our state and nation. Okay, so when you talk about Farm Bureau promoting agriculture and helping farmers, 
I've heard it said that when agriculture benefits, the whole nation benefits. But if somebody wants to be involved in Farm Bureau, do they have to be a farmer? That is a great question. And no, anyone can be a member of Farm Bureau. What we have, we have different classifications at um, that you can you can be a member through many different ways. So associate members are members who are not farmers, don't have farm income, so they are one classification. Then we have our farmer member classification, and that's classification um, belongs to those who farm or receive farm income. The third classification we have is, I think it was 2017 when it was adopted, but they created a professional membership. And a professional membership is for those who might, for people who are very interested in the organization and and interested in agriculture but do not farm or don't have farm income. So, for example, myself, I am not a farmer, so I am a professional member for the organization. When you were talking about things that Farm Bureau sponsors, you touched on ag in the classroom. Now, you don't have to go into a lot of detail, but can you fill us in a little more on what ag in the classroom is, what they do? Yes, absolutely. And we are one, I wouldn't say every county Farm Bureau has an ag in the classroom program, but a great majority do. We have an ag education coordinator. Her name is Anna Sharp. And essentially her role is to try and get into classrooms and do presentations um, to to kids, um, just teaching them about different ag lessons and giving out resources and giving resources to teachers that they could use to teach about agriculture and give kids that um, basic level idea of where their food, fiber, and other materials come from. And I shouldn't say that Ag in the Classroom is limited to the classrooms because I know there are several organization groups that Anna will give presentations to as well. Again, with the whole concept being to teach lessons about agriculture, but also provide opportunities for lessons and information that teachers could use if they want to incorporate curriculum into their school planning. And that's important because when we look at the general school population, maybe 30, 40, 50 years ago, most kids were from farms. So they had exposure at home to beef cattle, chickens, hogs, you know, row crop, that type of thing. But when we look now, most of these kids are potentially one or two generations removed from a farm, so they might not know where their food comes from, how um, how important bees are for pollinators, uh, different things like that. So we would love to have Anna on an episode in the future, fill us more, fill us in more on what she does and how she educate educates kids on the importance of agriculture and farming in our area. Absolutely. And I will mention that I think, what is it they say, only about 2% of the population is now what farmers represent. So as you mentioned, um, people are getting further and further removed from the farm, but that does give a good opportunity to be able to, again, you're not going to teach the whole of agriculture in a lesson, but even if you can spark an idea or get people interested in learning about agriculture and the many fields that agriculture is tied to. And you could, for example, spark a kid's interest who loves technology. And if you could get to show them all the technology that farmers use on a daily basis, there's uh, a connection there that a student might not have known about. So we try to be able to showcase agriculture in many different lights. And I know 
Um, here at the local level, we do a lot of Ag Day for Kids for our younger students. And I know, Justin, you have been very kind to be a speaker at our annual third grade Ag Day for Kids and be able to teach kids how to make some fresh pasta. That's right. My presentation was specifically on eggs. And so I actually showed them a recipe for homemade noodles and pasta and had a pasta noodle machine there. And we stretched that dough out and and formed it into these really long sheets of dough. And the kids were amazed that that came from eggs. You know, that's exposure to that that they wouldn't have had otherwise. So that was a neat experience. Um, If we wanted to switch topics here, you also briefly mentioned governmental affairs that Farm Bureau is involved with. Now, I do know there is a governmental affairs conference that is held annually. Uh, Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, so our governmental affairs department, they do a wonderful job. We have some amazing staff in Bloomington. Uh, I know it's something that I get to see basically on a daily basis through emails and videos and updates I receive. But oftentimes at a county, at a local level, it's hard to know all the background of what is going on in Bloomington. But a big part of the organization is having the governmental affairs department stay updated and keep updated on the doings of bills and legislative priorities that affect agriculture and on both a state and national level and working with legislators and building relationships with legislators and with state agencies and trying to get involved and have our foot in any door that is regards issues surrounding agriculture so we can have and I know this is another common turn so we can have a seat at the table and have influence and have our opinions of farmers who we represent again that's why we have our organization is so we can be a unified voice for farmers so we can have that voice and relay agriculture's message so we can try and again have um, issues for agriculture be resolved or work toward a common solution with those who are deciding things that impact agriculture. And I know you mentioned the Governmental Affairs Conference that is typically held in February each year in Springfield. It is personally one of my favorite conferences. Um, we, we get a state and federal update at that conference, and there is a state and federal team through Farm Bureau. So you have people who are combing through every bill that gets brought forward and every issue that you on a daily basis as a farmer, Justin, don't want to deal with. But there are people working on that behalf to figure out what what we need to do um, on that level and how we need to interact with a particular issue. But we get, we hear from a lot of speakers. One of the neatest things about that conference is that typically we have a legislative reception where we can interact with legislators who represent our state. I know here in Warren Henderson Farm Bureau, we have a very good working relationships with the legislators that represent our counties. So that is something that's very important to us. And I think that is very important because if we do have an issue, we are just a phone call or an email away from being able to express that to our legislators. And it all comes back to that having that relationship, right, where when Farm Bureau hosts events, you know, reaching out to our uh, elected officials and then just seeing them over time face to face and just kind of stair steps in that relationship growth 
So then when there are agricultural issues that come up, they know our name, they know who we are, and they can ask how we feel on certain issues and can ask how those issues affect us and what we would like to see done about them. Absolutely. You hit the nail on the head. And I think that constant connection, that constant relationship is very crucial. And when you know someone better, it's easier to want to listen to what they have to say. So it's very important. And another thing I will bring up is our organization is based on policy. So what's we at a state and county level work toward is the policy that is set by farmers who are the voting members of our organization. So we have a policy book and those policies are what we work toward. So when we have legislators and we talk to them and there's an issue that gets brought up, if you have a good relationship with them, they want to know, hey, what does Farm Bureau think about this? And we can turn to our policy book and let them know. So that kind of is a good example of how policy is the backbone of our organization. And that goes hand in hand with wanting to have good relationships with people so we can explain what Farm Bureau's viewpoint is. All right, that's going to do it for today's episode. Thanks for listening. If you'd like to learn more about Warren Henderson Farm Bureau, you can contact Gina at 309-734-9401 or email at whfb at whfarmbureau.org. If you have ideas about topics for future episodes, or if you're interested in giving Golden Harvest a try on your farm, give me a call at 309-337-9081, or you can shoot us an email at heritageagseeds at gmail.com, and you can always look us up on Facebook under Heritage Ag Solutions. We'd love the opportunity to get Golden Harvest corn or soybean products on your farm and see how they perform in a test plot or a side-by-side trial. If you want to subscribe to our podcast so you'll be notified when future episodes come out, look us up on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Again, just search Heritage Ag Solutions and we will pop up in the search results. We are Heritage Ag Solutions, helping you leave a legacy that lasts. We'll catch you next time.